And here we go. First podcast of this week. I believe it's only the second podcast for October. Uh, no one's holding me to that obligation. My obligation to my uh, podcast support network. Uh, my obligation is I still meet all those requirements. But I always plan to do more than I get done. Because I always feel like that I don't do enough. Uh, and this is every aspect of my life. People that do are not concerned with those who don't. But those ones who don't are always concerned with those who do. It's never the other way. When you're fucking in action, you're not really concerned with people who are not in action. Uh, I put a lot of posts out there and statements and podcasts and videos to try to get people fucking to take their life back or to take charge of their life that maybe they never have at all. And to quit making excuses and to quit being the victim and to embrace change and uh, uh, to think outside the box and for growth and everybody everybody doesn't take it but all it takes is that one message that one like that one subscription that one anything and I've talked about talked about it in past podcasts that man you it really helps me a lot listening to you hey this reminds me of you hey this sounds like something you would say people are noticing people notice again there's a difference between motivation and what I call false, false toxic motivation. Well, false, false positive motivation, which is usually by toxic people. I did a little quick video on uh, Facebook about that earlier this week. Uh, there's a lot of people that that post inspirational, motivational shit that they either do occasionally. Uh, when they feel like it or just because it's popular they, they don't live it living it is different so it all it takes is for it doesn't matter if you're a hater an enemy a frenemy if you consider yourself family if you're a critic if you're judging if you're poking fun if you're laughing if you think that you're humiliating us sometimes you might these people fall in different categories than what they actually identify themselves as. So you're all welcome to listen, to subscribe, to follow, but I'm always going to encourage anybody to please go subscribe. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, I believe it's on Amazon Music now, Anchor. There's a link at the end of every podcast. Subscribers do not help me make a lot of money or any money at all. Subscribe, Subscriptions help me grow this podcast and reach more people. So just reminder, no matter how long it's taken or how long it will take to be a fully functioning video podcast, whether it's from right here in my makeshift studio in my garage to a full-blown studio, because I will get there. I don't know if that's season three. I don't know if that's season fucking ten. I don't know if it goes from if I have ten listeners by then or fucking ten thousand listeners, but I will not stop. The point is, is if you choose not to support and you choose to criticize, that is your right. If you choose not to subscribe and you think that as this grows, again, people want to be a part of the result. They don't want to be a part of the work. They don't want to be a part of the fucking sacrifice. They don't want to be part of the tough shit. They don't want to be part of the doing without, part of the building. They want it. They will all. You see this. You see this on Instagram and social media a lot. Once people 
Once it becomes popular, then people will acknowledge you. Once it becomes successful, people will acknowledge it. They will not even fucking say anything while you're in the building process. And the building process is different for everyone. <clears throat> Some people it might be a year. Other people it might be three. To someone else it might be ten. But if you stop, you undo everything you've worked on. But just a reminder. Critics and haters are very important. We learn a lot from them. They're just as important as supporters and fans. But. Don't be confused about this shit. If you were a fucking critic and you were a hater and you were judging and you were fucking attacking what this brand, what this podcast is about, what my mission, what my message is about, or anything like that, as this grows, not when, as it's growing right now, because it is. And you start seeing guests and you start seeing that it's getting popular and you start seeing that it's starting to spread and it's getting different platforms. Don't try to squirm your way in and think you're going to come on. If it's known right now, if it's been known to me from the beginning, then it's no forever from me going forward. So I want to talk about this today because this is a big part of my life for anyone that knows me. Occasionally... <clears throat> Uh, my, my, you know, let, let me back up for a minute. There's podcasts out there that are specific for a specific subject matter, specific category, and that's fine. I'll listen to some of them too. If you think about it, even though this podcast is only audio so far, and for the people that want to see the video and see the guests, look, this podcast is not about me. The, the only thing I can do is, long as I'm doing it by myself, is speak from it, not offer advice, I speak from experience. But as long as I'm doing it by myself, the only thing I can do is speak from my perspective, from my experience, from my trials and tribulations. I can speak for no one else. When they come on, I can. I'm very interested in other people's life and different walks of life, different, different backgrounds, different upbringings, different religions, different races different sexes and anyone that knows me knows that's true that i'm very people people that don't know us that want to put a know myself that want to put us in a box and identify one thing then you really haven't listened to us at all and you don't understand how open-minded we are if you really know me you know how open-minded i am with saying that there's trail podcast i listen to there's ultra about ultra running training podcast uh, <clears throat> there's military podcasts I listen to. I listen to a lot of audio books, but it's it, it it and I for me, I listen to a variety of things because they're all connected to what my mission and what my message is in relation to the self education that I know I need to to attain. A lot of those podcasts are about specific things, and that's cool. I think I'm the the micro version of a Joe Rogan podcast, which is when I get to that plat get to it not not to his level, no, he's the most popular podcast on the planet. Is to where I'm gonna have a variety of guests from all walks of life. If I listen to the trail running podcast or the ultra running podcast, it's just about things of that nature. If it's fitness or if it's horror or if it's crime or if it's 
documentaries or if it's drama or if it's, uh, you know, look at all the different podcasts out there. Uh, whether it's comedy, uh, whether it's business or financial literacy, whatever it is. A lot of those are specific to to that category to target a specific audience. That has not been what my podcast has been from the beginning, and it won't be. There's People like to offer advice when they're not doing something. And I don't base my success or failures off of what anyone else is doing. Because when I came up with Savage Mind Designs, Savage Lifestyles, and I decided I was going to do Savage, I didn't know what, I knew I was going to do a podcast, and I actually wanted to do it first. And that's not how it went. But okay, you can't find balance till you get started. You have to fucking get started to find balance. Okay, it's in relation to my brand, Savage Mind Podcast. Will I alter that title later? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, right now, I have no plans of it. Which is, it's about everything savagery, which is my version of that. Which is by de- my own definition. Savage people. Savage lifestyle. People savaging the fuck up. And there's different levels of that. Some people are in the early stages. Some people been a fucking savage. There's different definitions. Again, this is my definition of what I think savagery is. So anyone that knows me knows training and fitness is a big part of my life. Uh, I mentioned this to my little brother a while back about training isn't the main in, uh, isn't the main purpose of my life. And he said, I disagree. He goes, every, my whole life, ever since I've been a kid, you may, you may train and work out entirely different than you did then, because I do. He goes, but I, you've always, you've never not been at it doing something. It is a, a main focal point of your life. So if you listen to some past podcasts, you know I talk about my challenges, my running, some of my races, uh, some, and occasionally I throw that in there. So I, I think I need to start doing a fitness podcast or training podcast in different categories. So this is what I'm going to do today. I, I feel like I need to start talking about these things. But this will never this will never be just that podcast because I want people on from all walks of life. And uh, music is a big part of my life, and I cannot play any fucking instrument. I can play like three songs on the bass, and I'm pretty sure I can't do that now. So uh, I cannot sing. I cannot play the drums. Drums and guitar have always been fascinating to me. But I can sit and talk music all day, and I've said that many times. Uh, I. I, I I like I, I have such a broad spectrum of interest and in things that I feel like this podcast is about and what I want to see it develop into. Uh, and if you've listened to this podcast, any you know what those things are. And uh, so I've been writing my notes and thinking about as I'm moving into the next level of what I'm doing with my training and my uh, my running and my things like that my fitness uh i say i'm not a fanatic i'm not a fanatic about my eating i'm not a fanatic about uh my not drinking beer not having the food i want not drinking some wine not doing those things i feel like i have a healthy balance there was probably a time in life i did not have a healthy balance but i always trained and worked out and i have been doing some kind of sport some kind of training on different levels, and while I'll get into those in other podcasts, since I've been fucking a kid, but really, 
just working out just like as a part of my life since I was about 12 or 13 years old. And it's been consistent. I mean, I've never had big gaps. I might have changed. And, you know, I might have – I went through bouts of in the, in the past of depression or working too much or things like that where I had – I had gaps, but it was never a long gap. It's never not been a consistent part of my life. Again, we are what we do 80 to 90% of the time, not what we post and pretend and tell ourselves we do 80 to 90% of the time, but really do 10 or 20% of the time. We are our habits. We are what we live, not what we say we live, not what we want to live, not what we think about living. We are what we do. We, we are not what we say. We are what we live and what our actions provide the data that we do. So, I wanted to talk about this today. This is a fitness. I wanted to know. I, I, I had to put this out there, and this will be the first, not the first one, but when I say fitness podcast, we're going to talk specifically about that. Um, so, I want to ask people, I encourage people to ask themselves this What is your definition of fit? Is it what social media tells you? Is it what you have followed all your life? Are you reasonably educated on it across all spectrums? Because um, I think a lot of people have a distorted, misled, misguided definition of what fitness, being fit for what your goals are or what someone else's goals are could be entirely different. What is your definition of being fit? I mean, you know... There's so many different directions to go with this. Uh, you know, I, I think in the past there was a stigma, especially when it came to women, that being skinny was fit. And that's not true. Being skinny is no more being healthy fit than being obese is. And what I see nowadays is, and this is no secret, anybody that knows me in real life, or, or on Instagram or anything like that, or any anyone that have seen my models of my brand, you know that I have a shirt that says confidently curvy. I have a shirt for women that's curvaceous. Uh, I'm not producing anything right now, but you know I love curvy women. I love. I think women are beautiful of all ages, sizes, races. I don't care if you're a size. You could be a size twenty something 24 or a size 4 I don't that doesn't mean I don't think that women who are thin or skinny or fit aren't attractive either either excuse me I just think that it depends on the person and it's the same way with men in relation to that the mentality of a lot of people is if a per, if a man is really built in in, in Fitness terms, gym terminology, lingo, jacked, swole. And but a guy who might be thin, who is a distance runner, marathon runner, well, th- those are the same, ultra runner, might be a cross trainer. That may, This guy, because he's not as strong and he's not as f- jacked and because he doesn't look like he's loaded up on roids or at least really jacked and walking around with a six pack and his fucking chest and arms blowed out like fucking tree trunks and center blocks think that guy isn't fit by that same token this woman over here who's starving herself 
if she is, is no more healthier than the plus size beautiful model. But then at the same time, what I see on social media a lot now is we see a lot of validation for being lazy. Look, I'm all about it. I don't think skinny or fit is no more attractive. Matter of fact, my preference is thick and curvy. Again, that's my preference. But then again, we fall on a line now where it's saying all bodies are beautiful, everything. And what it's getting into is where if you say, say anybody's lazy or they're overweight or they're fat, <clears throat> excuse me, that's your body shaming. It's another part of a sensitive, soft, offensive society. That's what it is. Because at some point, you have to know either end of the spectrum on them that that's unhealthy. Being too fucking skinny and starving yourself and being obese. Now, I buy the doctor standards, which is telling it'll have everybody that does any kind of fitness training and does any kind of strength training has any kind of muscle capacity, it'll tell you that you're overweight. You cannot listen to that. People who are who've been working out most of their life cannot go by that. But if a person is 300 pounds and they're five foot five, I don't care how beautiful are they are in the face, they're obese or whatever it is. If a, if somebody, woman or a man, is a, is a size zero or a size two and their ribs are showing unless they have a condition... Uh, uh, unfortunately, or, or God bless them, or they're, or they're they're sick. Then they then that that's a problem. This is not cutting anybody down. This is talking real shit. That's what this podcast is. What is your definition of fitness? So I wanted to throw a lot of different things out there to talk about this, which is I don't. I, again, I only can speak for myself. Uh, how comfortable do you feel? What are your fitness goals? <clears throat> I tell people this often, being a personal trainer for over two decades off and on. Uh, you should want to stay fit to do what it is you love to do. If that's fucking running a marathon, if that's jacking up 300 or 400 pounds on bench press, or if that's just... Being able to go hunting because you like to hunt or if you like to play golf or you just like to be able to do your yard work and play with your kids or grandkids without being out of breath. By the same token, also you should do that without starving yourself. Everything is about balance. Uh, and, and I think that people often look at a person, far as men, they'll look at someone who's extremely jacked, muscled up, let me just give you an example. The extreme one end to another. You take the uh, someone like The Rock. Who I love The Rock. I love what he stands for. For, for what I know about him. Uh, you, you have to know that most mortal human beings don't look like that. So you cannot compare yourself to that. Or you take a professional athlete. A football player. And then you take the extreme opposite of that. Take a, my example, I'm not a big man, but for a distance runner, I'm considered still a big guy at around five, seven and a half, five, eight, and I'm hover around 180, 185, I'm considered big. You take most 
professional distance runners, or at least even if they're past, I'm not going to say my level because I think I still suck. There might be my height and 145 pounds. You think that guy's not? You see him in their, you see him in their clothes, and their clothes don't fit them tight. They don't look muscled up. They don't look jacked. They don't look like they're fucking uh, all egoed up on testosterone. You don't, you don't understand how fit those motherfuckers are. Or is a is a woman that is a size three or whatever size she is with a six pack, which automatically makes her chest look bigger, or maybe she has fake ones. Who knows? That's that's your business. We'll talk about that later. And it's super tanned, super cut compared to a maybe another woman who is. I don't know, maybe a size 10 or 12. Got a little bit of got a little bit of roll, but got good curves and she goes to the gym 3 or 4 five, 3 or 4 days a week or goes and has fitness but doesn't want to look like that. Let me tell you how hard for most people. When you see all these people with six packs. That's very hard to maintain. I may be wrong about this give or take, but I'm pretty close. You need to have your body fat around 7% or less to maintain a six-pack. I've had my body fat less than that a bunch of times. I've had a six-pack quite a bit off and on, but I never can maintain it because I can't maintain under 7% body weight all the time without starving myself and without not enjoying life. So when you see that, most of those people are not like that all the time. Why do you think when you see actors and actresses in movies or you see them doing their workout, they don't look like that when they show pictures of them in their day-to-day life? They did that for that, which is the same way with bodybuilders. Same way with, you got football players. You have what they call their playing weight and their regular weight, off-season weight. Fighters, why do they slim up? MMA fighters, boxers, why do they have weigh-in? The same thing goes with gymnasts. The same thing goes with divers. Again, I've never done that, so I don't know. I just encourage people to, to find your functionally fitness for yourself for what you like to do. But I can promise you this. It's not starving yourself. It's not taking steroids. It's not taking $300 a month worth of supplements. It's not being from starving yourself to 300 pounds either to validate that you are not disciplined enough to understand that you're obese and it's a strain on your heart and that a lot of other health problems come along with that you might be pretty you might be good looking you might be beautiful but by that same token a woman who's real thin with fake boobs and no other curves is telling another woman that she needs to be lose weight when she's just comfortably confidently curvy she shut the fuck up by the same token a egotistical male who is jacked up on testosterone or taking a shitload of supplements that can bench four or five hundred pounds does not need to be given advice to a distance runner or ultra runner does not be need to give an advice to the swimmer does not need to be given advice to the pro golfer the basketball player do y'all see why i'm going 
what y'all need to understand, these are just examples. I encourage you to go look at these people's builds and really do your research and you understand why the basketball player doesn't look like the football player. The gymnast doesn't look like the bodybuilder. The bodybuilder doesn't look like the ultra endurance athlete. Soccer players, I mean, take the perfect example I've always said is take a sprinter, if you know anything about sports, and look at a distance runner. Totally different builds. I probably, for an older man, that's <laughs> hard to trip saying that, I probably still have the build of a, of a sprinter a little bit. These are just leftovers. I don't think that I'm shit. I don't think that I'm, I think that I'm, 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 I'm functionally fit. And I want to talk about how I've changed my whole dynamics of my training over the years and how my body has started to change in relation to how I train. I just encourage people not to compare yourself or be in competition with anything. Social, again, don't compare, especially not on social media. When people do not look like that all the time, day to day. You got... With women, used to just be breast implants. You don't even know if an ass is real or fake now. You don't know. It's pretty obvious when people's lips aren't real. Guys, steroids in the 90s when I was powerlifting were prevalent. It was almost a mentality that you weren't serious about powerlifting or bodybuilding. Again, I did it nothing but on the amateur, very mediocre level. But it was almost... A mentality that you weren't fucking serious if you weren't willing to take roids. It's what all these things are, especially with technology and the access to things. You these things are way more prevalent than you think they are. To me, they're still cheating. If a woman has a big fake rack, and if you, for those of you don't know what that means, if she has fake boobs, tits, breasts. And she has no personality, no looks, no curves, nowhere else. Then she doesn't have much to offer. If a guy is jacked up on roids and super fucking strong, could lift the gym, and he's not that, well, if he's half-ass good looking or not, and he has nothing else to offer, then that's all he has to offer. He's just extremely strong. <coughs> Excuse me. And the attitude and mentality and temperament changes because of the supplements and or steroids. Um, quit comparing yourself to these people they have different resources a lot of them have different access to stuff and also too um, they have a different mentality because that's their living you should want to be fit to the what your needs are and only you know what them are so comparing yourself to someone who might be doing something totally different. The sprinter does not need to compare himself to a distance runner. The basketball player does not need to con- compare himself to a football player. The bodybuilder does not need to compare, compare himself to the fucking swimmer or the ultra endurance athlete. Total opposite end of the spectrum. Training totally different. But the people that always seem to be experts are the people who are usually new to fitness who discovered it later in life. They become fanatics, kind of like religion. We'll talk about that later. Just think about that while I just said that. 
you don't see a lot of us endorsing supplements. You don't see us endorsing anything like that. You see us endorsing fucking hammering, training, getting after it, not being a lazy fuck. People are willing to spend a lot of money on their bodies for vanity, for attention, because everyone's looking for that 15 minutes of fame. And because of that, no one wants to put in the work. They, they want to skip the steps. And a lot of people are allowed to skip steps in every, almost every category of life. But for the large majority of people, we are not. And you cannot replace hard work. There's just no replacing it. So with that, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to start calling this my fitness podcast. When I do my training podcast, whether it's for a challenge, an upcoming race, beforehand, the aftermath, whatever it is, I don't know if I'm going to blend those together or I'm going to keep those separate. But uh, I just I just feel like I want to talk about that. I just wanted to encourage people to really focus on their fitness needs and not compare yourself. Quit it's good. It's okay to look in the mirror and can only compete with yourself and don't compare yourself to anyone because you don't know what they went through. You don't know how many times they've cheated. You don't know what resources they've had that's allowed them to cheat. You don't know what their training needs are. But when you're in the gym and you're in the mirror, it's hard not to do that. So I'm also going to leave you with this, and I'll get into this in another podcast. I'm going to encourage you to get outdoors and get out of the mirror. And um, it, it helps it helps your mentality a lot. So uh, so this is a fitness podcast. I'm going to start making this a regular segment. I don't know how often it's going to be or how many of them it's going to be. Maybe it's sporadic like a lot of things when I'm getting started and I figure it out. So uh, I'd love your feedback. I'd love to hear from you. I, again, I can't offer advice. All, can, all I can do is offer experience from a, a, amateur, mediocre, uh, over 35 years of different type of training and working out. And just now, my age, I'm getting to the next level of something I never thought I would be at because I decided to break past certain barriers and I, I took the restrictions and limitations off of myself. We'll talk a bit more about that later. It didn't happen until my mid-40s. So I would really appreciate it. If you would share this or tell your friends or family about it and go subscribe, Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Anchor, uh, Savage Mind Podcast, I need subscriptions, $5, 10 $20 a month. Y'all stay humble and live savage. Love y'all.